0: So yeah, what's good? Uh I had a day off and I I did chores. Nice. I, I guess that's good. That's it's, good. It's nice out, but I don't know. I've been I've been outdoors a lot recently, so I didn't feel too bad just staying in and yeah. getting shit did. It's
1: cool. Yeah, I man. Uh, two weeks since we did a podcast.
0: Yeah, we've been busy. Uh, we had our draft. Our yeah draft yeah draft yeah. Fantasy. So the reason we
1: did not podcast last week was it was our. Uh, Premier League fantasy draft. And uh, you know, that uh went really well for me and then of course, as Premier League goes, game week one was a complete disaster for me and I ended up losing. So that I did alright,
0: and if I had not made the move that we discussed, Yeah, I, would have I, I, done I, I
1: suggested a power move that <laughs> backfired horribly. That's funny. Not horribly, but it did backfire nonetheless. So, <laughs> like no the number one rule of fantasy is don't listen to your your friends who try to tell you, you yeah your opponent your opponent well, i wasn't your opponent we weren't on the matchup so yeah but we're enemies we're enemies like mortal to the death yeah that's true right no so yeah i mean we we are starting out uh with Oktoberfest, and you know Oktoberfest. what is it like mid august right now yep it's getting close right Octoberfest have already been in the shops for 2 weeks. Um I'm going to call it it's Octoberfest creep. Octoberfest doesn't start until mid September. Yep. And we're so we're a month and a half early. And they're already hitting the shops. It's really hot in Chicago. I'm mean, imagining else parts of the country it's super hot too. And in my mind I think of Octoberfest as like my mental switch to fall. To fall. And and of course because I think of everything i think of beer in seasonality terms it's my my frame of reference like i'm like this is too early like i still have summer you know i still have rattlers to crush Mm -hmm. i still have like saisons and and wheat beers to crush before i get onto these guys but they're creep yeah i like that it is a creep and they're here um and it's you get kind of put in this position as someone who buys beer you're like well i gotta buy them because you know they're fresh. They're fresh, hopefully. <laughs> um, and and you know you got this one chance. You know they they sent over you know X amount of beer from Germany, and it's not like they're sending another one. You know you got to get it now or don't get it. So it's really kind of kind of bogus in a sense. But because of that, now everybody's doing this. Like oh, we got to get Oktoberfest out early, and it just it's just kind of I don't know. It just spoils Christmas for me, you know. In a do sense, we, do we know how big a
0: a Chunk of the market, Oktoberfest is. I know That's we're...
1: funny. I tried to look that up and like I couldn't find any data on that of like what you know seasonal. I think these fall into German categories. They don't break it down that far. Okay. I want to know though. Like I want to know like how big of a deal is Oktoberfest? There's a lot of them out there. It's There's a lot of them. Pretty and, big. And I, I seem to recall, especially like years and years ago, you know, Oktoberfest. You know, grocery stores have like pile them up. Just for that same mentality that I have, you know, that, you know, we're going to go buy them and like, you know, wives and moms who are doing the grocery buying decisions, are like, oh, Oktoberfest, that's a fun beer holiday. (laughs) That was such a... Sexist way
0: to put it. it you know what? It, it is, is that is not it is, your mentality. It's not my mentality but at all. It's a
1: shopping or a marketing mentality. It's right? a marketing mentality, and that's exactly you're right. And that's exactly what it is. That and that is not how I am in real life. <laughs> I just wanted to. But make no, that clear. that's that's exactly what these the frame of reference is, and that's the same reason you see bulk stacks of pumpkin that's, beers in September.
0: I like September. your voice too. It's really funny.
1: Sorry, that was good. So, anyways. <laughs> Octoberfest beers are here. it's still hot out, but it gives us ample opportunity to drink a ton of Oktoberfest and really kind of decide you know which ones are the true kings and i'm I'm down I'm down, so we're gonna do like the the traditional German ones first, and then there is a ton. I mean I think more than ever, craft Oktoberfests this year. Sure. They're all pouring in now. Lots of cool local ones. It seems like everybody's getting in on that game. Here in Chicago, Revolution seemed to be the king. They have a now a two day Oktoberfest party at their brewery. Um, you know, where I'm from in Kansas City, Bob's forty seven, that's their boulevards one. That used to be what I would crush. You know, it's all it's 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 a big deal. And and I kinda wanna know, just cause these these uh beers We'll find out very drastically um, which ones are, like, the true kings. And so we're going to do, like I said earlier, the German ones first, and we'll pick a winner. And then we'll do a couple heats of American craft. And then I think we'll do a final round where we throw them against each other, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's this what is what like, like uh It's not March Madness or... It's, it's Mars in Madness. Mars
0: in Madness. Ooh. Oh, we just did that. We just came up On with On the right fly, here.
1: that was ad lib, guys. Just recognize <laughs> true genius when you hear it. Revel in that moment. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. I think we're done here. Alright, alright, cool. <laughs> okay. See you guys next week. <laughs> We've exerted ourselves for the day. <laughs>
0: by my kids I'm behind where my to I'm a braggart and I'm loud I hang around I'm going to we have a few that I can say and until when I get you that we're gonna say that we're we're down
1: Like I said, Oktoberfest style, that what is the difference? There are true Oktoberfest beers. A fest beer. Well, you're right, there's a fest beer and there's an Oktoberfest beer, and we'll get into that. The true October beers are brewed by six major breweries inside the city limits of Munich, and I think you can name them all, can't you?
0: Good God, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if I could. Hofbrau and Spaten. You got and, two. And uh, uh, Polliner. You got three. And, and uh, man, why am I so bad at this? Augustiner, right? You got four. Uh, Lonebrow. That's
1: five. Uh, why don't I know this last one? Which ones did I say? You, you want the hint? <laughs> Give me the hint. They make a really big, big deal wheat beer. Half of bison. Oh, uh, Why can't I? Why am I so bad? Uh. That's what they're known for in the States. It uh, starts with the E. No. Oh, I'm wrong. Okay, never mind. starts with an H.
0: Didn't I? I said Bro, There's another H. There's one. another H one. I, I'm blanking. Hacker now. Oh,
1: that's. Why wouldn't I know this? Dude, you were so I was close. There. You were so close. I think I was in their tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, we'll go over it again. Augustiner Bra, Hackershoor, Hoffbrau, Lowenbrau, Polliner, and Spotten are the six breweries that, you know, by law, are the Oktoberfest breweries. You can make Oktoberfest outside of these, but they are then Oktoberfest style. They are Ooh. not true Oktoberfest beers. Um... We're not going to go deep into that, because we've already done an episode do on we, the history of Oktoberfest.
0: Yeah, not, without going too deep into that, I don't know that... Do we call our Oktoberfest beers Oktoberfest style in the States? Some do. We just,
1: some, do. Just some just call them Mars. on there,
0: or just say Marzen. Yeah. They say style, though? They're, they're always, they always have that? I don't that. know if they
1: always do. There, there's no governance here in the United States on that. No, it really matter. Only right. in the EU do they have the appellation. Okay. So... You know we can do what we want. I mean, obviously, I think a lot of craft brewers would show their respect and call it a style. Call it a margin. style. Okay. But yeah. like I was saying, if you want to do a little bit of a throwback to uh, when we were super awkward on the mic and probably low quality, episode two of oh, beer breakdown. I knew we had done one. Was an Oktoberfest episode, our second released episode, which is pr- which I'm supposed to be giving
0: a shout out to a long-time listener of ours, and he he hasn't heard that one because he started at episode five. Omar. Omar, well, what are dude? you doing, dude? What's up, guy? Get back into those
1: early, even crappier episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, I remember correctly, <laughs> one of the beers we have open today was the winner of that, and that was the Einger Oktoberfest. I think we liked that the most, didn't we? If memory serves, we had an Ianger Oktoberfest versus oh, a man, Metropolitan versus uh, Great Lakes, and Great Lakes was like super uh, DMS-bombed. And was like cabbage beer. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. I well, do remember of course that. you always remember the gross beer, but um Yeah, Man, that's been like over a year now, That It right? absolutely has been over a year.
0: What the hell? Wow. We're old. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Omar, thanks for listening. I'm glad
1: you enjoy it, dude. That's thanks, Omar. It's me. it's really cool that when Josh is out at like Beer Fest that he meets you all. Um if you're ever in Beer Temple and you listen to the podcast, say hi. It'll be super cool. So what we are going to talk about around Oktoberfest is how the style has changed over time. Um, historically speaking, Mars and beers or March beers were brewed at the end of the spring season. And they were lagered to be savored at the change of the season. So they were lagered all summer into the fall and they were drank in fall. Uh, these beers, because of, you know, this is pre-refrigeration. You know they mm-hmm. were basically like we can't brew during the summertime. We have no control over when when we're we have no fermentation control. So they would get wild yeast, and they didn't understand that. They just knew that if they brewed in the hot months, that their beer tasted terrible. So they're like, all right, yeah. let's get some brewing in when it's when at this point, and then this is the halt, and then we'll savor this beer all summer, and then at the change of season, we have this this one beer that we drink. Awesome. Um, these beers would most likely have been dunkel lagers or dark lagers, um, as the ability to to get pale malt has not been developed yet. The first sixty years of the fest, Dunkel dominated the scene, so like it was just it was Oktoberfest. Everybody drank Dunkels. That was what's up. Um, then enter, and we've discussed this before, Antoine Dreyer and the Gabriel's one and two settle Um Gabriel the I was working for Spot in the early 1800s. His son Gabe II and Antoine Dreher spent time in England learning their malting techniques, the, the techniques of Burton-on-Trent and making pale ale. So they were learning how to make paler malt. Uh, Dreyer returns to Vienna and then Gabe the second back to Munich. Gabriel continues to make Dunkel using the malting techniques, but Dreyer crafts a lighter than, um, than, the, than malt, lighter than Munich, probably darker than Pils. And that was Vienna malt. And the Vienna malt was created, or the Vienna lager was created. Uh, Vienna lager, if you guys don't know, is an amber lager. And And it's delicious. (laughs) So Settelmeier began brewing a stronger 8% ABV version of Vienna. And he perfected it around 1872. Legend has it that in 1873, Spaten was running out of beer in their tent. And they maintained their contract on their tent and not basically get kicked out of Oktoberfest... They were kind of like, well, what are we going to serve? What are we going to serve? And, you know, Gabriel stepped up and was like, well, you know, I got my, my, you know, Vienna Dunkel basically. And they started pouring that and it was a huge hit. It was stronger. It was sold at a premium. Everybody was loving it. It was a win-win. And so everybody quickly emulated that. And thus the, what we know was like the traditional kind of Oktoberfest style was kind of born out of those roots. Out of Vienna Lager. Mm-hmm. Aha, uh-huh. I'd forgotten about that This style of strong amber lager was popular to around World War I uh, The typical story, ingredient rationing, taxation, and people's tastes Led the beer to become a more quaffable 5.8 to 6.3% reddish brown lager As we kind of know it today Yummy That style was popular until around 1990 When the style shifted to a more golden lager Although not quite a Helles A blend of Pilsner, Munich, and Vienna malts with a sweet maltiness and low hop character. Originally developed by Pauliner for a less filling fest beer. So basically Pauliner Mm -hmm. was like, look, people are getting tired of, you know, the traditional Oktoberfest. People love Pilsner. They want to drink all day. They love Hellness. They want to drink all day. Let's get, you know, something that's a little bit more, a little bit less intense. Cool. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the... So spotting. Yeah. Spaten doing it. Spotten. So the BJCP holds these beers under two categories. Fest beer and Marzen. And we'll break them down real quick. And then we'll finally get to try on some beers. Let's do this. Yes. So a Fest beer, which is the more modern interpretation of Oktoberfest, is a smooth, clean, pale German lager with a moderately strong malty flavor with a light hop character. Deftly balances strength and drinkability with a palate impression and finish that encourages drinking so these are drinkable mm-hmm. lighter Crushable. beers. crushers showcases elegant german <clears throat> malt character without becoming too heavy or filling the aroma is malty with an emphasis on toasty and doughy aromatics malt should not be deeply toasted caramel or biscuit like low medium low to noble hop character clean lager fermentation apparent is a deep yellow to golden brilliant clarity with a white to off-white head Flavor, medium to medium high malt flavor, lightly toasted, bread dough quality, and impressions of soft sweetness. Medium to medium low bitterness balances towards the malt. Well attenuated and crisp, but not dry. Low to medium to low noble hop flavor. Clean fermentation. Bitterness is supportive, but should yield a malty flavorful finish. So hops are there, but they're not the dominant flavor. These beers are balanced towards the malt. They're quaffable, but they're not so dry that they're bitter and harsh. Right? Sweet. Um, medium body, medium carbonation, should be some creaminess. Alcohol should be barely, uh, perceivable, less intense than Marzen, but more rich than Helles, not as malty as a Mybach. So, wow. Well, yeah. Less intense than your traditional Marzen style, more rich than your standard Helles lager, which is a light lager, and not as malty as a Mybach, which is like a lighter version of a Bach beer. Um, yeah. Moving on to what they call the Marzen, or the Oktoberfest, as we'll say. An elegant, malty German amber lager with a clean, rich, toasty, and bready malt flavor. Restrained bitterness and a dry finish encourages another drink. The overall malt impression is soft, elegant, and complex with a rich aftertaste that is never cloying and heavy. Malty beer should not be sweet to the point where it's excessive. Um, focuses on the malt. Aroma is moderately intense uh, of German malt, typically rich, bready, somewhat toasty, light bread crust notes. Clean lager fermentation, no hop aroma. Caramel, dry biscuit, or roasted malt aromas are important. And that's, a, that's really... So that's the
0: main difference.
1: That's, that's the key thing too. Like you can get these dark, you know, Marzen beers that are made. And I, I'm really going to call out a craft brewers where you're like, you know, these are kind of syrupy and caramely. They shouldn't be that way. You know, Which that
0: would be more like toward the cloying.
1: Like right, exactly, exactly. Um, Appearance is amber-orange to deep reddish copper color. Should not be golden. Uh, bright clarity with persistent off-white foam stand. My favorite description. I like foam stand. Foam, foam stand is the that. best.
0: Foam <laughs> stand! Foam stand! Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's
1: something different. You know when you get a foam stand, you just go <laughs> to get all that foam um flavor initial malt flavor often suggests sweetness but finishes moderately dry to dry distinctive and complex maltiness often includes bready toasty aspect hop bitterness is moderate and the hop flavor is low to none uh german types obviously complex full herbal or spicy hops provide sufficient balance and that the malty palate and finish do not seem sweet so they're there to support the malt the aftertaste is malty with same elegant, rich uh, malt flavors lingering. Noticeably ca- noticeable caramel, biscuit, or roasted flavors are inappropriate. Clean lager fermentation. Mouthfeel is medium with a smooth, creamy texture. Often suggests a fuller mouthfeel. Medium carbonation, fully attenuated without sweet or cloying impression. Maybe slightly warming, but the strength should be relatively hidden. Um, modern domestic German Oktoberfest versions are golden. thus the Fest beer. Mm-hmm. Export German versions obviously to the United States at least, are typically orange amber in color, have a distinctive toasty malt character, and most often labeled Oktoberfest. American craft versions of Oktoberfest are generally based on the style, and most Americans will recognize this beer as Oktoberfest. Historic versions of the beer tend to be darker towards the brown color range, but there have been many shades of Marzen. The style de- uh, description specifically refers to the stronger Amber Lager version. The modern Fest beer can be thought of as a pale Marzen by these terms. So what they're saying is in Germany when people think of Oktoberfest, they think of fest beers. Yep. That is the current trend and that's what's popular and has been for the past twenty five years. Yep. So and that's you, what you're drinking when you go there. When you go to Octo- well, yeah, I mean I, I don't know, you've been there. Did yeah. you find like a traditional Oktoberfest where you there? Were you just drinking like pale? I was getting whatever the, the fest beer was. Right. Yeah, and every tent I didn't change up my order ever. Right. <laughs> and and yeah, yeah, I mean why would you? Yeah. And, They're and,
0: crushable for sure, obviously. And then the ones
1: designed <laughs> for the United States or the export ones are going to be more like the traditional, um, so that yeah they'll have the actual amber color and the toasty malt. And just so then to call out, um, both of these have relatively similar starting gravities, relatively similar ABVs. The main thing to call out is the color, obviously, is lighter, um, and then the IBUs um, are roughly the same. Like the only thing that's t- different in this beer is color and toast, is color toasty. and flavors that they're getting from the malt. You're not really getting, you know, different bitterness levels. Nope. You know, they're it's super balanced. Right? They're or super balanced. Just a little bit too. Well, obviously they're malt forward, but that's so like German. That. We got two different beers that are on mm. paper like just so close, but they're so different. Anyways. I think that's interesting. It is cool. Let's take a quick break and pour these beers. When we get back, we'll begin our breakdown. Yay. Good, good. Four beers, too? Four Yay. beers. It's going to be, be a fun afternoon. And when I'm drinking, I don't know
0: why. But I'm happy, very, very happy. I get out when I'm playing. I never not but I'm ashamed sometimes. I am playing I am playing head, I head. I, head. I think to never sit. Sometimes I get out, I get out, I get out, If you got my mother, sometimes I get
1: Cool, so we have uh, four beers in front of us. Call them out, Josh. Uh, we have two Fest beers. We got the
0: Hofbrau, Oktoberfest, and the Vihinstiefener, <laughs> well, however you say it. Vihinstiefener.
1: There's just uh, Fest
0: beer. They don't have the Oktober in there.
1: The Hofbrau is pretty strong. I mean, I mean it's a half a percent higher than the Weihenstephaner. at 6.3, and the Weihenstephaner is at 5.8. Uh-huh. I did not notice it. You can tell. Okay, and then, and then we have uh, the. Go ahead, you do the Oktoberfest. I got the. Is. We got the Spaten Oktoberfest and the Einger Oktoberfest. Both of these, I think, yeah, five point nine on the Spaten and five point eight on the Einger. Um, we have the two that are in the the the, the internal brewing circle: the Hofbrau and the Spaten. Weifensteifener is is, um, traditionally a monastic brewery, and Einger is not in, is in Eing so they're not traditional meaty breweries cool I will let's check them out so let's do fest beers first color wise golden
0: brilliantly clear super
1: clear oh my god they're like jewels yeah dude when you all these beers poured these the foam stands are real man they're intense I got a little scared for a second Uh, it's just dissipated and I mean it's
0: left like a what like almost a one finger head on the half brow which is really nice both of them are white
1: both are yeah
0: pearl white pearl white titanium white i mean they're they're they're
1: beautiful looking beers yeah. as <laughs> they should be oh man it smells amazing both of them smell great but i always
0: like I, I i talk about it all the time but this smells like like since i guess there's a little bit of herbal hop character and maybe <laughs> a little kind of floral it smells like walking through like sweet flowers
1: or something to me it's cool yeah it's floral for sure and there is as much as there's like a sweet malt presence, the, I think the Hop Brown especially has got a definite noble hop character. It's perfumey. It's uh, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: This one's got a little more malt on the nose. By Byen Steifner, B. How Weir It's too long. What's it mean? Is that the one you're tasting first?
1: Yeah, the yeah. Hop Brown.
0: What do you think? You're not speaking. Oh, it's good um <laughs> okay
1: yeah there's my awesome insight they're both good no the Hofbräu especially is like this it's got a good balance it's clean fermentation wise slightly sweet on the back it's it's just um it's like a more intense helles lager yeah okay i can see that
0: feels like it's got a bit more body a little bit more heft yeah not as gassy it's good yeah, and it's, I mean, I know they were saying a creamy feel for the actual uh, Oktoberfest at traditional, but this has kind of a creamy feel to it, even yeah. though it is, got, it's got got
1: medium carb,
0: but there's like zero scrape. It's like just a nice, pleasant. Yeah. R- r- um, r- r- as, as I'm tasting them
1: side by side, the the f- hot flavor in the Hofbräu brow is super noticeable comparatively. It's got noble hot character. It's got noble hot flavor. And I would say it's more than medium. It's pretty yeah. apparent.
0: I would. I, I'm gonna say, I don't. I'm not gonna try to contradict you at all, but I think that there's a spicy hop character coming through on the on, on the, the Steifener. Side. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, as uh, far as levels go, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's they're sweet. I think it's got a more balanced finish, less less malty finish than the. Man, they're they're both really good, and they're they're the same style beer. Obviously, two different breweries, two different kind of. I guess if they're a monastic brewery, they might Well, I mean a by traditionally, different. but now they're the yeah. Life
1: and cipher Institute. They're
0: like the largest brewing yeah. school in the world. So uh, yeah, they're doing well. Um, so yeah, they probably, I mean, if the beers are so close, numbers wise, probably not
1: brewing it that much differently. Well, if I was going to pick one, I think I'm walking off with the Hofbrau. Um, it may be a little bit out of style range, but... Yeah, me too. I think the hop intensity, is, which is what's most noticeable to me, uh, really fits the beer. It's not quite to the level of a pilsner, um, yeah. but it's just enough. And the balance is still towards the malt. It still finishes towards the malt. It's, it just wraps it up nicely. I just kind of like having that nice, as as you said, perfumey floral nose, nice hop bitterness and flavor to kind of to ride along with the malt, but the malt still stays present. The Wife and Siphoner is good too. It's... Uh, just to me, I get that spicy component. It's there. Um, it's just not as popping off to me. It's not as interesting as the as the Hofbrow is. Um, it's just... Yeah. It's got like a bready sweet malt. That spiciness lingers on the finish. But I can't, I keep yeah, finding myself reach back yeah. to the Brow.
0: Just going back to style too. There's definitely no toastiness on either one. No, Correct. No, no caramel. No, none of that. This
1: is just nice clean sweet malt sweet doughy doughy doughy, malt clean fermentation just enough hoppiness
0: super good i'm gonna agree with you i think uh i think that the hop broth just got a little bit more going for it balance wise and um i don't know if i just i like the hop character on it um the spicy is cool on the white and but i don't know that it It doesn't lend as well to the malt profile,
1: in my opinion. Anywho,
0: they're both great. If somebody poured me one of those, I'd be real happy about it. Absolutely. Or either of those, if you were Festin. (laughs) If I was Festin, I got me a big old
1: liter of it. Cool, so let's move on to the export versions. Um, We got the Spaten, and then we have the the Ianger Oktoberfest. Really dark amber, almost brown but super clear on the spot uh, the they're hump. both brilliant the spot is the darker of the two I, it's beyond copper you're right it's it's going to it's going to um going to brown uh, going no to bit. brown it's beautiful though. yeah the the anger is beautiful too comparatively i mean what what would you call that it's a deep gold yeah i mean it almost getting close to copper it almost looks orange right yeah orangish amberish as um, it
0: should be. yeah and and the, the heads have dissipated pretty well on both both of them um they both when they poured had nice frothy like tan heads on them they were yeah looking nice looking real nice
1: moving on to the aroma man that spotting is a toast bomb if you can if there is such a thing as a toast bomb this is yeah a but toast it's bomb. like sweet toast it's mm-hmm. not it's not burnt toast Mm-mm. yeah
0: bready toast it's super bready oh man Sorry, I, I I I got ahead of myself. No. So yeah, Roma on the uh, Ianger.
1: It is doughy. It yeah. is bready. It is not as toasty as the Spaten, in my opinion. No, nope, and there's just super moderate hop on
0: there. Very, mm-hmm. but that's totally to style. To style. Hmm. Man, it smells
1: way sweeter, doesn't it? The Ianger. Yeah, uh, the Ianger or the or the Spaten.
0: The Ianger smells sweeter to me.
1: Yeah, it does. Um. <laughs> In the mouth, the spotten is I mean, I have to try all four of these side by side, but it is dry. It is not well, clean. It doesn't look dry. Doesn't look dry. <laughs> it is dry. It has just the right amount of bitterness. It finishes clean. Dare I say, of the of the beers I've had so far, the spotten is the crusher. It is it is definitely very drinkable. Yeah, I would
0: I I think if you're a person who doesn't like quote unquote dark Dark beers, right? Um, and you saw this, you would think something completely different other than what you would get, you know, flavor wise, mouthfeel wise, everything out of this beer. This this could be a, a kind of beer that you could change somebody's mind about.
1: Absolutely, drinking,
0: you know, pale American lagers, right?
1: Correct. Okay, what are we thinking about number two? So this is the Eigner. This is an interesting beer to me it smells really really sweet (laughs) and it's not really really sweet but it is it is the sweetest of the four that we've had and yep definitely not cloying though not cloying a little bit
0: less dry finish
1: but it's dry it's kind of cool in the sense that i think it kind of has a foot in the fest beer and a foot in the traditional and style it's it's not all the way stacks up that way too yeah yeah it's not all the way bought into either of those style which is kind of cool um,
0: and this is called an Oktoberfest, Marzen. Well, right. which I guess Marzen is the other term for it. But they got the fest in there. Well, the fest is in every. <laughs> Jeez, so confusing.
1: Um, it's okay. kind of interesting to me, like herbal herbal hop on the finish too. It's really cool. It's kind of interesting to me that um, I completely lost my train of thought. My bad. No, it's I fine. Interrupted. It's just that it, it's kind of interesting to me that that this beer. I've had this beer on its own and I just think of it as being so crushable and so easy to drink, but ne- having it next to this spot and it just comes off is a little too, too creamy, a little too chewy for me. And that's yeah. the power of the side-by-side bit.
0: Yeah, that's true. And yeah, they kind of stack up, right? Finish-wise.
1: And I was kind of also going on the fact that like if I was at an Oktoberfest and I wanted to drink these by the liter, which one would I want to have by the liter?
0: I'm right there with you. I would, I would go with the Spaten. Like if I had
1: to make that decision, yeah. i Give you like, hey, you want a liter? These like, I'll take a half a liter of the I'm I'm of the Eyinger, but I'll, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll down that that liter of Spaten for sure.
0: So is this the only one we can get from Spaten, in the states? That's a fest October fest beer. Do they do they offer the the they, fest beer? The one that they would. They serve? have
1: their own version. Like I think they have a Marzen. I have to double check that for sure. But I think they have a margin. If we st- if we can get it, then I will try so, to track yeah, it down. Yeah, that'd
0: be a cool thing to do. But, yeah, that might these. be a cool
1: side side by side. But yeah, you know. these are cool. I think these are
0: great beers. And and while we were saying, hey, th- there's creep, and these are coming up too early, you could definitely definitely drink these in summer without, it's, especially the fest beers, right? And, and indoors, yeah, yeah, especially the f- outdoors, even with the fest beer, right? I think if I was sitting in the sun at a barbecue, I wouldn't mind sipping on these, right. Well, only one of these can survive. So go out there and pick up a six-pack and take it to a barbecue this weekend and tell everybody what's up. Tell them to listen to
1: this and make fun of us. What do you think, if you have to pick one of these, is going to be the one that advances to the next round? And, for, the and, and for the final fest fight. So uh, so we're going two fest beers to no this is overall which one would you would you fest which one would you drink by the leader
0: which one am I going to put up out of all four beers mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go and sip each one one more time just to make sure I'm with you on that I got a lot of suggestion because you were you were more talkative this time and I was Imagine soaking that. it all in you're always more talkative I said this time qualify that one um yeah, let me try. That. Oh man, look how beautiful that head looks on that last one. I had given myself another hard pour of the Spaten, Spaten, and uh, there's no head on that. Yeah, bad mine not
1: mine, not mine either. So we did have these open for about 20 minutes before we started pouring, but all the other ones did okay. So Eiger has a soft like place in my heart. Like when I was getting into like drinking craft beer, before I was like bought in on craft beer, I drank a lot of German styles, and Eiger Hef, I must have drank like. You know, at least at least a tank's worth <laughs> in my younger days. Uh, so it, it, I just always like to see what they have to offer, and it's usually pretty good. Man, going back to the fest beers after
0: having the traditionals, they're so soft. They're so yeah, they just have a nice, pleasant, soft feel to them, and real balanced and crushable. I, I like both of them a lot. Out of those two. I'm sticking with the Hopbra as okay. a, as the better beer. And just, like, for my experience, more balanced, crushable. So far out of those two, that's the one. So, uh, yeah, the world's oldest brewery is not advancing for me. Mm. Oh, man, that spotting is so good. It is so good. And it's got a nice kind of I, – I don't want to call it effervescent, but it has a cool – Carb like quality to it, even though it's flat looking it's awesome
1: it's cool. carbonated it's got bitterness and it does definitely does have a bit of like tingle to the back end that really yeah kind of wraps it up and that's you think that's from
0: the carbonation, not the hops yeah, I would say yeah. it's from carbonation that's what I was thinking, but
1: you're the expert mm-hmm. some
0: days I anger oh man that's good too though so this one yeah I think you're right uh, what you said before how that kind of rides the line between both of the styles super cool um, that said I, I enjoyed this spotting a lot more I, I, I dig that one a lot so it's between hot brown spotting I'm going hot brown I like it I like the color I, I think I would drink more of it even though the spotting is, is super crushable nice dry finish I think, uh, I like the hop quality on that hop row a lot more, which is weird. I'm talking about the hop quality on a, malt on, a, forward on beer. a,
1: on a multi beer, essentially. Yeah. I'm going we to agree with you, agree with you that the spotten of the traditional Oktoberfest that we pulled today is the clear winner. Um, don't not get anger. It's so good. It's really good. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think that it kind of, like, like you said, it's, and it straddles into both styles. It's tasty. The Spaten has a lot to go got going on for it. And it's got an amazing nose. It's just like just the right amount of breadiness yeah. and toast. Like I said before, it's a toast bomb. You expect it to be cloying. It's dry. It's got the right amount of bitterness. It finishes out good. Um of the the two traditionals, that's the one I'm picking. Um I think it's a no-brainer. The Hofbräu is is a much more in my opinion complete beer. There you go, complete. Um, it's got, on the nose, those that that bready, doughy, sweet malt, just sweet enough. It's got, as you said, a perfumey explosion of hops. Like, if you like noble hop character, you're going to love this beer. Um, in and if the mouth, you don't know what it is and you smell this beer, then you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's like the defining quality. In the mouth, it's, it's dry. It's got just enough hop bitterness. The hop flavor mingles with the malt, but the malt is a defining character and it all wraps up very neatly and you just want to drink some more of it. So I have been. I'm putting the Spaten versus the Hofbrow. What do I want to drink by the leader? I'm agreeing with you. The Hofbrow is advancing. <laughs> oh the, wow the fest beer. We didn't as, have to have
0: another battle.
1: As much as I really loved the october Oktoberfest and I would drink both of them by the leader if I'm going if I'm festing all day. I'm I'm fasting on Hofbrow, nice. Yeah, and I have, and you have. <laughs> That's so cool. And, uh, I, was I, I think like Hofbrow is kind of like a an unfair an sh- unfair view here because like they put their little like satellite tide house bars. mm mm-hmm. bars. And no offense, in really douchey neighborhoods in Chicago, like in Wicker Park yep. and in Wrigleyville, like places that you don't necessarily want to hang out. That, yeah, I think there was a failed one, is it in Wrigleyville, right? Did yeah. it fail? I, I don't know, know there's that one it's still there. I, I know, know was there, there was there was one. I went there in, in Wicker for a while, but uh.
0: anyway, yeah. But
1: the, it all that said, all that the aside, beer's great, the beers great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and,
0: and I just I do want to say one thing: all four of these beers, excellent fucking beers. Yeah. And I, I said the F word, but they—they they are all really good. Um, yeah, we're really—it's when we're breaking these down, it's like picking, like if you had four children and you're like, oh, which one gets to go to college? Um, Hoffbrow <laughs> gets the education. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Cool. So part one, we're we're advancing the ho- the Hofbrow. Octoberfest, the fest beer, not the traditional Oktoberfest, on to do battle with some craft Oktoberfest, most likely, right? Yep. So we'll see if he can take him out. Um, that's exciting to me. Cool. Ho- hopefully
0: Great Lakes uh, can redeem themselves. Yeah, are we going to – That's something look, that
1: – We haven't got that in yet, so – I think that's the only
0: beer on here where we really were like, there's
1: nothing <laughs> – good to say
0: hopefully we just got a bad bottle I don't
1: know, you know it's funny you mentioned that like I asked other I people who had had beer. it and who had had it the years before we thought it was really great years in years past and they all said the same thing I think it was just that batch and I really hope it was because they're a great brewery they make amazing beer I mean like mm-hmm. when you think about like Edmund Fitzgerald that's like a hallmark of the style uh, the Dortmunder they make you know the Lager they make the Elliott Ness it's a hallmark of the style so I they know what they're doing Absolutely. Something happened, huh? Something had happened. Cool. So I look forward to future episodes. We're still going to be on that week-on, week-off schedule, sometimes two weeks, depending on our fantasy sports schedules. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully not again.
0: That's the thing. We're going to still call it a weekly because we'll we'll try our best to make that happen.
1: Cool. So – We'll see you guys next time. As always, follow us on the internet so you can find us at Beer Breakdown on Facebook and on Instagram. Breakdown Beer on Twitter. Yep, Jesus, that's that's all you. You did it for the first. I think that's the first time. One more high five.
0: Wow, awesome.
1: Thank you for listening. Until next time, thanks for listening and drink some beers. All of
0: the beers. All the beers. You know. I've made mistakes. I've had my ups and downs leans and I'll share a bad brace when it's all being yeah, said and done. I read my man, I swear to God, if you book.